the thing about having a beard while you have a cat is that you're 100% certain there's always cat hair in your beard, but you can't ever find it all. I'm going to sit right there. She is, uncharacteristically, wanting to sit next to me instead of in her warm spot over there. Over the, the heater. Three, two, one. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Today is Friday. It's November 20th, 2020. 11 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. If I'm remembering right, today is my college roommate Evan's birthday. He's 43. Yeah. Good guy. We, we lived together randomly. We were randomly chosen freshman year and lived together the entire time that he was at school. Uh, two and a half years. He ended up dropping out and getting a really good job. He does commercial... I don't want to say it. It's it's a very niche sort of technology. Like he handles the systems that run commercials on network TV. It's really like because you got to make sure the commercials run and at certain times. And so like the the back end of that is really complex. We've had some interesting conversations, and I find it fascinating that I went to school for computer stuff. He went to school for communications. He came out without a degree and makes it oh, makes a really nice living working very hard in computer stuff and I do not yet in really marketing. So we traded places. Well, it's Friday. I hope you've got some good stuff on tap for today, for the weekend. In fact, I was just going over what I want to do with my day because I've got a half day. One of the things that I did a couple weeks ago is I said, you know, I've been talking about wanting some kind of an assistant for a while. Well, I have that assistant now. I hired somebody. Somebody who can really just keep me accountable. Because that's the number one thing I don't have. If, if you've ever had a job where you're the boss, who holds you accountable? And in an organization like this, where there's... Oh, she's gone back to her spot. In an organization like this, where there's so many moving parts and so much to do, and I set the bar so high, nobody's going to tell me, Jeremy, you don't have to do that. Jeremy, go take the day. Jeremy, go relax. Like, I, it, And so my, my pattern has always been, I work until I can't work anymore. I work until I'm fried for the day, for the week, and then do what I can to recharge and do it again for the next week. And without vacations, without really being able to take big chunks of time off, you know, I'm constantly riding this, this level of near burnout. But now I have Mara. Mara and I went to college together. Uh, she's been an executive assistant for a few people. And this is a part-time thing for her. And really, she's just, just holding my feet to the fire. What is it I need? Uh, I don't want to work full day. Full days on Friday. I, I want to work half days on Friday. Okay. And so she wrote me last night. What are you going to do tomorrow? You've got a, a, a meeting at noon. What's going on with that? That was scheduled before we set this rule. Okay. So what are you going to do after that that's not work? And it's been really nice. It's, it's 
my productivity's gone up for sure because I have to get this stuff done because there's somebody watching my calendar. They're paying attention to what I'm doing. If I move things from one day to the next, she'll call me out on it. Why'd you move that? Why didn't you get that done when you said you were going to get that done? And as small as it is, it's making a big difference. The book's going well, close to 16,000 words. Chapter two is done. I posted it on Patreon. Uh, if you are in the, I don't know what we call it, tier, the $25 a month tier, you have access to that. I posted it yesterday. If you're not, you're going to have to wait for the book to come out. I really, it's the first chapter to everyone, but for the rest of you, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait. Uh, but it's going well. It's interesting how cathartic writing this book is. For example, a character I did not plan to show up, showed up from my childhood, somebody who meant a great deal to me. And it was just meant to be a name, an homage to this person. And she's not, she wouldn't go away. <laughs> and if you ever met Nancy, you would understand. If I make a list of the most influential people in my life, Nancy's in the top five, without a doubt. That woman is responsible for so much of who I am. And now she is a, not a main character, but she's gonna be a recurring character in the book. <laughs> Thanks, Nancy. And so that was the, the struggle I had the other day, yesterday, two days ago, Wednesday, as I started working on this chapter and she comes in and I went, oh, okay. And I couldn't get rid of her. I couldn't figure out how to revise the next bit of the story to finish up the chapter. Because I'd written out, here's what has to happen in each chapter. Here's, here's the flow. And she wasn't part of the flow. And now she was part of the flow. And as she came in, it really complicated things for me. But... found a way forward that makes all kinds of sense. It works. So, I like it. I'm happy. I'm gonna work on it more today. I've got about hour. I find that I, I, I carve out about an hour and a half. I can write for about an hour to hour and 15 minutes per day. That's been the average. There was one day it was like 30 minutes, so. And today is the seventh day. So, you know, I'll, I'll Let's say I could get to 21,000 words, which I, I don't think I will. I think that's far too many. Oh, yeah, that's definitely too many. You know, I'm still averaging like 2,500, 3,000 words when I sit down to write. It's pretty good. I'm not, I'm not upset with that. What else is going on? Um, looks like we have a meeting for Marshall Journal on Sunday. We've got some, some changes going on there. We've got a new editor. Got a bunch of work going on in the background. Um, what else is happening? 
I don't know. Next week's Thanksgiving. And uh, I'm not having Thanksgiving with my family. There won't be an episode on Thanksgiving. Not of this. There will be a martial arts radio episode. It will have nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Actually, it might be. I don't know what's coming out on Thursday. I could look, but I won't. <sighs> what else going on today? A couple client meetings and, oh, you know what else I have? I've got Barry in the lead. I had an interview yesterday at four. I mentioned it on yesterday's first cup that, oh, I forget who this is. It was somebody that Leslie wanted me to talk to because they were a big deal. Yeah, they're a big deal. Forgot, I forgot who this person was. Let's just say this person is the only person that I'm aware of who is part of the biggest martial arts show on TV and the biggest martial arts film 2020. Yep. And let me go on to say that I think it was one of the best interviews I've ever done. I had a great time. It was, it was the highlight of my day and I think I made a new friend. It's a good guy. So you'll check that out. That'll be out in a few weeks. You'll know it when you hear it. It is not a standard interview. Not even my version of a standard interview. And as I was talking to this person, it gave me some ideas of some things that I want to do with the other podcast that we're, we're in development on with past guests that we'll be working with. Essentially celebrities. The, we're, we're starting to put that structure together. We've got a call this morning. And I came up with two or three things that I think are going to really set this apart. So I was pumped about that. Hmm. Made some upgrades to the hydroponic system so the noises are a little different. So I'm just kind of listening for it. Once I'm done with this system, I'm going to put the plans out because nobody's, nobody's putting these plans out. It, it's everybody either goes like really crazy with with their hydroponic systems or they just have like this super basic stuff and this is a system that I think when I'm all is said and done is, is I might have 200 bucks into it it's not that much with redundancy and everything so. but Let's take a look at you guys. Let's take a look at what you said. All right. So we've got some comments here from Frank, as you might expect, as well as Nish, Nish Grout, past guest. And uh, yesterday I mentioned that I ordered some more of the Taekwondo uniforms, the Whistle Kick Taekwondo uniforms. And he said, I liked mine so much, I bought the few that were left in my size. Yeah, we blew those out on, on Amazon because I wanted to get rid of them. 
I'd rather sell something at a few dollar loss than have it sit and never sell it. Jokes for Fun Day Friday. And I think Frank is responding here to the fact that I mentioned I got a PlayStation, because these are all video game based. The jokes for Fun Day Friday. What are Super Mario's overalls made of? Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> That's the sound of him jumping, if you don't know. Oh, this, this one is so bad, it's good. What did Mario use to talk to the booze? The little ghosts. A Luigi board. What is Mario's favorite play? Mamma Mia. Where did Mario buy his lunch? Mario Mart. What is a Tomb Raider's favorite after-school snack? Crofts, macaroni, and cheese. Why did Frogger cross the road? Because you've been playing the game for hours and you finally beat this level. I was explaining Frogger to somebody the other day. Um, somebody I, I know who's, she's younger and she plays video games, but she's in her 20s and so she didn't grow up with Frogger and doesn't know like you know it, it's it's funny even even those of us so I'm 40 right I'm 41 even though I never owned an Atari even though I didn't play Frogger until I was probably you know in college on somebody Atari that they brought to college because it was retro I knew about all those games we all knew about all the characters in the Atari games growing up we knew about Pac-Man we knew about Donkey Kong, maybe Donkey Kong wasn't on Atari. Anyway, we knew about Frogger, we knew about Dig Dug, we knew about Pitfall, we knew about all these games, even if we never played them. And I don't know that that's the same of, of games now. Like, I've heard of Fortnite, I couldn't tell you any of the characters. I know about Call of Duty, couldn't tell you much about it other than it's a shooting game. There's something, there's an interesting cultural aspect to those old games that we'll never have again because they were the first games. Pong? Everybody knows what Pong is. Well, maybe not right now. On this day in 1958, Hickson Gracie was born. We've got some quotes from Hickson Gracie. And if I'm remembering my history right, yeah, I'm pretty sure Hickson Gracie is the instructor for Julio Fernandez, who is the, the big BJJ guy in Burlington, Vermont, who's been on the show. And uh, he's like world class. And you know, everybody says that, oh, this guy's like one of the best in the world. It's bizarre. We have legitimately two amazing world-class martial artists here in Vermont. We've got Freddie LePan, who was like episode 15 or 13 or something, um, who is legitimately an amazing point fighter who just, he cleans up and has for 20 years, 30 years. And then we've got Julio, who, you know, Oh, maybe I'll go to Worlds this year and just wins. It just and has done that many, uh, many times. And here in this state of way under a million people, 
we have those two. And we've got some other pretty amazing martial artists too. In life, when presented with any situation, breathe, take your time, focus, and then decide what to do. Hicks and Gracie. Yes, I think the, the number one thing that I have gotten better at as I've gotten older is my ability to be patient while making a decision. When I was younger, my instinct was, okay, I have to decide on this right now. I have to fix this right now so I can move on to deal with the multitude of other things that are popping up. But here's what I've learned. If you take your time and you solve the problem intelligently with some forethought, you're less likely to have more problems down the road. And I know that that sounds obvious. But we don't act like it's obvious. And I'm getting better at being patient. And I'm making better decisions because of it. And there are times when you have to react instantly. But those aren't very often. In martial arts, we train so we have the ability to react quickly. But how often in life do we train the ability to react slowly, to be contemplative, to understand the full breadth of the situation before we act? It's not common. Maybe it should be. The most important thing is not victory. The most important thing is don't get defeated. What's the difference? We've been led to believe that every situation has a winner and a loser, a side, a polarity, a division. It's not always the case. Nature, life, seems to exist on a spectrum more often than, than not, much more often than not. If you, good morning, Nathan. If you chart out anything, any data that you can get, you're gonna have some kind of a continuum. It's not gonna be a bunch of things that are exactly the same. So if we recognize that, if we lean into that, okay, if I compete in anything, what is winning? We could define winning as, let's, let's say, I mean, let's take the example of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Let's say I enter a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competition and I earn first place. Okay, great. I have won the competition. What if I get second place? Have I lost? Some people would say yes probably learn something. I learned something in that, that final match that I can go back and work on. Third place could say the same thing. In fact, there's more that you can work on. Most likely. What if we go all the way down? What if there are 100 people who entered that competition and I come in 100th place? I am in last place. Have I lost? 
depends on how you look at it. This is where the, the cliche statement, you win or you learn, I think is really applicable. Because if I lost, that means I do not have anymore. I lose. If you take something from me, I have lost it. Okay. If I enter a competition and I've given money to do so, I've lost the money, but what has come back to me? What has balanced that out? Maybe some entertainment. Maybe I enjoyed my competition. Maybe I made some friends. At the very least, I should have learned something. So I've just paid for that knowledge. That's not losing. Don't be rushed. Be sure. Pretty darn similar to the first one. Now let's take a look at this from the perspective of grappling. I was at the, the gym a couple days ago and there's a, there's a guy there who competes in Highland Games, the, the, the Scottish stuff, you know, where they're throwing rocks and big metal things and cabers and really impressive stuff. He's a nice guy. Uh, he also works in marketing. We were talking about SEO stuff. But he learned that I had done martial arts and he'd done a little bit of jujitsu and we were kind of comparing notes. And I was telling him the story, how, what was this, 2017? Maybe 18, I think it was 17. I, uh, I had the chance to do a session with Carlos Newton, who had been in the UFC and was a, a champion. And talking about what it was like grappling with him and how gentle he was and how I had taken that into the little bit of grappling that I had done after that, where my initial instinct is, okay, I'm small, I'm, I'm strong for my size, let me see if I can overpower the people that I'm grappling with. That doesn't work against anybody with any real skill. And when you have virtually no skill, like me, any skill is skill. So not to rush. How can I focus on my position? How can I focus on where I am and what my options are and just try to relax and look for an opportunity? Now that, I'm describing that as grappling, but is that not also life? If you're not sure where to go, if you're not sure what to do, if you're not sure how to handle a situation, can you just relax? Can you tread water? Do you have to act right now? Can you sleep on it? Can you take the weekend to think about it? Does it really change? Maybe, what if it's a terrible situation that you've been enduring for days, weeks, months, or years? And it's driving you crazy. Maybe it's even unhealthy. Is it really going to be different in a day or a week? Probably not. So what if you make a concerted effort to think about the situation for that time? What if you seek out some advice, some help? What if you write a letter to yourself, make a pro-con list, whatever that might be? So you can have a bit of certainty on how to act. Don't rush, be sure, or at least more sure than you would be if you quickly react.
One of the things that I do lately, I, I come up with a lot of ideas. I think you all know that. Lately, I've been jotting down the ideas as I would, but waiting a couple weeks before I, I even think about implementing them. Because when I come up with an idea, I'm really, I'm really attached to the idea. And this is, this is documented. People do this. In any kind of group, people are really tied to their own ideas. But I found that my attachment to my own ideas fades over time. So I try to let that fade enough to see if it is objectively, or more objectively, a good idea. The biggest gift I received as a martial artist is without question the capacity to be at peace. Where does that come from? Where does peace come from as a martial artist? It's confidence in yourself, your own abilities to defend yourself, protect those around you that you care about. It's understanding that your effort is correlated with your results and you know that you can apply that equation to anything in life. It's having a reasonable understanding of who you are as a person, what, you, what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you're working on, uh, what motivates you. It's having a physical outlet, a creative outlet. It's having a community. It's so many things. I did uh, an audio episode for the Patreon. Uh, it's the exclusive episode for the month, and I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but a little bit. It was about ego, and it's really unpacked ego. But here's the thing. I genuinely believe that if martial arts and martial artists could work together and recognize, you know what, there's more than enough, there are more than enough potential students to go around. We don't have to fight over them. Martial arts would be the most popular extracurricular activity. Full stop. It would be. Because nothing else provides as much as martial arts. Provides physical stuff, community stuff, personal growth stuff. Doesn't require a ton of time, doesn't require a ton of money. It is, it is a, a beautiful thing. That's why I love it so much. And I hope that we can get it there. And I'm gonna work, continue to work damn hard to get us there. And I appreciate all of you who are helping along that path. Those of you who are directly or indirectly part of our efforts. If you're watching this, you are at least indirectly part of our efforts. And if you wanna make a little bit more of a direct connection I don't say this, but if there, are, if there are projects you want to work on, that we're working on, by all means, reach out. Jeremy at whistlekick.com. I would love to have more help. You want to write for Marshall Journal? Let me know. You want to be, uh, you want to contribute to the social media efforts? Let me know. We're actually, um, yesterday, started a concerted effort to recruit some interns. So, you want to be an intern? You don't have to be in college. If you're willing to put in some time and learn some things and not be paid for it, I will teach you. I will personally teach you. There's all kinds of stuff that we're working on that I could use some help with. Or you could support the Patreon, or you can make a purchase at whistlekick.com, or, or, or. So many ways you can help. And if you have, I appreciate it. And if you continue to, I continue to appreciate it. 
I appreciate you watching. And if you've got questions or comments, I hope you'll drop them in the comment section below for Monday. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And if you're new, make sure you hit the thumbs up, you subscribe, you turn on notifications. We do this every weekday, 6.30 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. But you can catch it later in audio. Thank you to Frank, thank you to Nish, and thank you to all of you. I'll see you back here on Monday. Take care, everyone. Peace.